Hello everyone, welcome to the Semicolon Sound Out. I'm your host, Kaylin Hill. And I'm your co-host, Charlie Minot. Yay! And this is the Semicolon Sound Out. So today, we will be talking about social media and the impact it has on teens' mental health and just mental health in general. With me here today, we have Charlie Minot. Hi. <laughs> so would you uh, mind telling the people what you do? Um, I work on the semicolon committee. I am the social media team manager slash lead slash everything else. How did you get involved with semicolon? Um, it was really unexpected for me because um, I have known the people who work with the semicolon committee for quite a while and um, it was really shocking. I got, a, I got a message and they're like, hey, do you want to be part of it? And I was like, of course, because <laughs> it's such a good opportunity for me to like not only educate myself, but also educate people who I know that don't really know about it. So we sent out an interest form for people to sign up to co-host one of these episodes. And Charlie submitted a um, interest form. An, a form, yeah. She replied to the form. And we basically picked her because she has... Uh, been such a great help for us so far and so I emailed her and was like what do you want your episode to be about and she was like I want to talk about social media I want to talk about the good and the bad about everything to do with it how it affects people's mental health and you know x y and z and we're gonna get into that in just a moment so Charlie how has social media affected your own personal mental health um it has affected me positively and negatively um the negatives are usually, you know, focusing on more on the body image and the way that mostly celebrities present themselves on social media because it's very shaming and kind of degrading for some mm -hmm. people who don't have the same image as most other people do. And it's very, um, it's very damaging to people's, like, mind and stuff because of the way that we work. We like to have confidence, but when we see things that aren't really affecting us in the most positive way, it really has more of a damaging effect. Have you been able to sort of like combat that in your mind? Um, well, I've taken time off of social media. I did it for a few months until I gathered myself and was able to go back on it with a positive mindset because going onto social media with more of a negative mindset is not good for your mental health. It is very, it's very damaging. Right. It really is. And going back into social media with a positive impact on me and a positive image in my head of how I want to look and how I want to present myself on social media has made me so much more happier with myself in my image and I'm able to post stuff about me and the way I look without having you know to second guess myself. Yeah I totally get that. Um, I also have a lot of like uh, issues with like the way that I look and I have a lot of self-confidence issues and it's just it's difficult because you there's such a high beauty standard in the world and it's even more so on social media so it's like it's really difficult to go on there all the time and be like oh these people are having such a good life and they're so beautiful and so rich and so just awesome and I'm just like what's up 
cool. I'm here. I'm, I'm the way I am. And it takes a lot of self-discovery and self-love to be okay with that at the end of the day. And it's such a journey because, you know, you have to be able to find yourself and to love yourself in the way that you look and the way you present yourself. Because then, only then can you actually fully understand yourself and accept who you are as a person. And society loves to put us in a box on how we need to look and how we need to act and how we need to dress. And it's honestly time for us to not worry about the box anymore because the box is small mm -hmm. and it's not going to grow until we make a change and we grow it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's 2022. I think people should, like, you know, understand that. But, like, yeah. some people don't. And it's, it's really heartbreaking to see that. Mm -hmm. How would you suggest expanding the box? First, do, like, a little self-discovery journey. That's what I did. I, I went to therapy. <laughs> therapy helps a lot. It is, therapy. It is it's wonderful. Therapy is cool. <laughs> it's very cool. <laughs> um, and my therapist has also helped me a lot. She, like, I'll tell her stuff about, like, the theater programs and stuff and what I'm doing at school. And she's just so, like, she gets so happy for me. She's like, you, get, you do it, you do it. You, you go, know? girl. <laughs> and it's, it's very more uplifting to have that type of hype person you yeah. could say you know always there in your corner who's not going to judge you for what you do and going on a self-discovering journey is very impactful because you not only find things about yourself but you also find things out about the world and not everything you can see is in your phone or mm -hmm. on the social medias and I find it kind of ironic that I am the head of the social media team. Like I work on the social media, so I right. see I see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And doing it has honestly made a positive impact on me because I get to understand that, like you know, not everything's going to be like this, you know. Mm -hmm. And seeing the world, how it looks on a screen, mm -hmm. to how it looks in real life, it's such a big difference. Right. And that you're not going to find it in the phone. Mm -hmm. And it really does vary from app to app. Like for me, TikTok is my worst enemy because I see people who are living these luxurious lives. And like I envy all the like relationship and coupley TikToks because I see those and I'm like, when is it my turn? <laughs> like crying, yeah. all that. I'm like, I just want that. Yeah. And it's it's so easy to become jealous and um, sort of just divulge into that world so hard that you fall apart. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's difficult seeing that. But then on the opposite side, I see people who are struggling. You know, people are like, POV, you're in my depression room. And I'm like, oh my God, me, that's so funny. But in the, like, we have to realize that, you know, it's not something to glamorize. And so it's, <clears throat> it's in both directions. I really don't like TikTok, but I stay on it all the time because it's so addicting and I don't know why. It's it's a bad habit of everyone mm -hmm. because, you know, there are other sides of TikTok that, you know, can focus on the positive and the mental health and more on just regular health, mental health, physical health, emotional health, yeah. really any type of health. And 
you know, it's not always, not everything on TikTok is going to be, you know, POV, you're in my, depress- my depression room, you know? Right. Like, I've seen this before, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow. Like, I, sh- I just feel so bad for them because, mm-hmm. like, they think, I feel like sometimes they can think that, you know, it's, everyone should realize that not everyone's okay. And yeah. that's a big thing that needs to be put out there, but sometimes not in a way that it needs to be glamorized in a way. Right. It needs to be more of not a vulnerable state, but, mm-hmm. you know, breaking down some of your barriers and telling people that not everything's okay. Yeah. Nothing you see on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any other social media apps that I cannot name. Ever. <laughs> that it's... It's not all the same, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's really damaging for some people because they're like, oh, that's how their life is, and like then they go and tell their friends, and then their friends see the video, and it just mm-hmm. spreads, and it's not something that really needs to be glamorized. Right, and there are like posts and resources out there across all sorts of, um, you know, social medias and all sorts of sources, I guess, out there. We're one of them. We post um, educational things, and, like, I really like those kind of videos where, you know, or posts in general where you can learn something or you can connect to it in some way, and I really do think that is the side of, like, social media in general that I try to stay on. I try to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with um, positive posts instead of, like, negatives or things that will make me feel bad. Like, I had to go and unfollow like so many celebrities and so many people that are just like, I'm so hot and gorgeous. I genuinely had to go and unfollow like everyone who was like kind of bragging about their lives and really over glamorizing it and being like, I'm so awesome and my life is so great when yours isn't, you know? And it's not like they're saying that, but it's like they're kind of saying it mm-hmm. without saying it, but in my mind they're saying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's really difficult. Yeah. Um, overcoming that, I guess. I think that it's it's yourself, really, mm-hmm. kind of. It's the voice in the back of your head. It's that negative voice that's always there that's like, mm, these people, look at them. They have, they have this glamorous life. I, I wish you had that, you know. And it's, it's always going to be there, mm-hmm. but you can always ignore it. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's really hard to do. Even for me, it's really hard to do because, you know, there's the, there's the voice that's like, you know, you don't look good in that dress or you don't look good in those pants, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's something that you just kind of have to, you have to overgrow, you know, you have to throw it out the window, you know. How have you been able to kind of just tune that voice out? Because I, I struggle with that a lot of, of just kind of, telling it to shut up and go back into the back corner of my brain. It's like I can't always just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what's what's your best way to sort of ignore it and what advice would you give the people? It's more about listening to your own voice because mm-hmm. that voice is not you. It's a, it's a version of you, but it's not the real you. Mm-hmm. And understanding the difference between yourself and the negative that you have is something that everyone needs to find because it's really hard for some people and for me it was my therapist you know she was just like telling me that you just gotta let it go Mm -hmm. you know just 
and even journaling and all the thoughts that you have, all the negative thoughts, write them out on a piece of paper and then burn it Yeah. or throw it away or do something with it and then kind of meditate and understand that they don't matter, mm-hmm. that whatever, what everyone thinks about you doesn't matter and who you are on the inside is what truly matters. It doesn't matter what you look on the outside. I feel like some people on social media even act as that voice. You know, it kind of feeds into that sort of negativity that you're already telling yourself. It's like people think that they're so safe behind their screen because it's like, oh, they can't see me saying this, so like I can say whatever I want. Like at the end of the day, it really hurts people's feelings and it really does feed into that voice, I feel like. So like if somebody would comment something mean on my post or something, I'd be like, dang, I, I, like, I take things to heart really mm-hmm. badly. And that's something that I'm working on. It's, it's a strength and a weakness, mm-hmm. as is like almost anything, you know, like there, there are so many things. It basically just like feeds into those lies and digs deeper and deeper into a hole that you have to get out of yourself. And that's something that's really difficult to do. I think it really has to do with your conscious because those people, they want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And then they think that they're just going to be able to sleep well at night, you know, after saying that and hurting someone else. But their conscience, it's there. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, it's there. And then that conscience is like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. What, what, what made you think that was okay? And right. some people, they don't, they don't have that, you mm-hmm. know, and their conscience doesn't tell them that. And it really hurts other people. And it's something that other, I guess, people don't understand. And, yeah. you know, I was always, I was, I was always taught that, you know, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And it's not really an excuse to like say that, you know, oh, there's something going on in their life, so it's okay. Right. Because it's never an excuse to hurt someone else because mm-hmm. it could end terribly. You know, it can, can end with someone trying to end their life. Mm-hmm. And that's the one of the main things that I don't want to happen to people around me, or not even people around me, just to anyone. Right. Because it's such an empty feeling when they're gone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when even when someone doesn't really die from suicide, but they just die in general, mm-hmm. it feels like something's missing. Mm-hmm. And it's even harsher when it's someone who did it of their own will, you know, and it's, it makes it so much worse. And that's what people just don't understand. Yeah. I think a lot of the problem is that people just aren't nice to each other anymore. Like if we could all just get along, it would make life so much easier. You know, like just be nice to each other. Just like, if you have something mean to say, don't say it. it. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Exactly. Like it's not hard. Just treat people with kindness, literally. Literally, literally. TPWK, Harry Styles said it best. I think a big problem with social media, especially in like smaller communities, like high school people are petty. They're gonna be petty no matter what. People love to go and just attack people online and it's just so hurtful to them and it also tells their business to everyone involved or not even the people involved like there are people who are not involved at all and they're like oh I know this beef between 
Sally and Susie, and it's bad. Like, you would never believe what's happening. And then it's like, Susie killed Sally's dog or something, and it's like, wow. You know, I didn't need to know all that. Well, it's a little <laughs> too much. Okay, now. yeah, like, fair. It's it, not that dramatic. Yeah, but. It doesn't hurt to have a civil conversation with someone. Right. Because arguing and yelling at someone doesn't solve the problem. Mm -hmm. And neither does, like, subtly being like, me when this person walks into the room and you're like giving a subtle description of them and you're like like that doesn't do any good and like if you know you know like right it's nobody else's business right but the person but the people who are involved mm -hmm. and it's something that if you don't solve it now it's just gonna keep going yeah and it's never gonna stop and someone's always gonna know about it and then everybody's gonna be bringing it up mm -hmm. but it's not their business to bring up exactly and that's what I guess people just don't understand, especially high school students, because high school students are petty. You they, are right. Yeah. They are, they are something else. They don't. Half of us are just trying to make it. You know? Literally. Half of us are just trying to get through the day. Mm -hmm. But then there are those few people who just love to start drama and start arguments and, you know, make someone and it hurts everyone else. Mm -hmm. And it has a negative impact on. Not even the people who you're talking about, but the people who are in the room with you. Right. Because it makes the setting and the vibe feel off. Yeah, it makes the air feel yeah. thicker, almost. Yeah. Like, if somebody brings up drama, it's like, you will never guess what this person said. It's like... It's not my business. I don't care. <laughs> like, 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 let me do my work. Unless they said something that directly has has to do with me, or, like, if they say, like you know, something about the way I look or whatever. Even then, don't tell me about it. I don't want to know. They can have their thoughts. They can think whatever they want to think about me. That's their I don't business. care. Right. Like Mr. Birch says, what they think about you is their business. Mm -hmm. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. And I love him for that. <laughs> he is so true. Um, but it's also really hard not to kind of take interest in that sometimes. It's like... Because especially if it's somebody that you already are, like, upset with or somebody that you don't really like in the first place. And it's nothing, you know, it's not like you have any bad history or it's just whatever. It's just human interest. You know, somehow somebody could be like, guess what? And you're like, what? Please tell me. I want to know. Like, I'm very interested. Even if it doesn't have anything to do with you. But it's, it's being the bigger person and just saying, like, it's none of my business. I don't care. And just shut it down. Exactly. Like, that is, that's the mindset that I'm having, because it's my last year here. I'm already, like, going to college. <laughs> like, got accepted into Montevallo. Hey. Um, yeah. So, it's just having to consciously make the decision to ignore the rumors and the drama and all that. That is the hard part, but I'm getting better at it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's rough. It's, it's a struggle for some people. And it is. Some people, it's really easy, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like if it's bad enough that you have to go and tell other people and that it's so serious that you have to go and tell other people, mm -hmm. tell someone who has authority over it. Right. Like a counselor. Who can do something about it. Or even, even a principal mm -hmm. or headmaster. It depends on where you live, I guess. At the end of the day, it's always best to stay on social media as little as possible. Um, if you can find anything else to distract yourself, I would recommend doing that because social media can, if it's not already a toxic and harmful environment, 
to you specifically, it can easily become that way. Um, I personally love to just read a good book. I, I'm in theater, so I have to practice my lines, do my homework, uh, play Minecraft, listen to music, all that sort of stuff. Like, it just depends on the person. Um, but that's just sort of things that I do to kind of stay off social media. What do you do? Um, well, I do like to listen to music. I'm also in theater, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good escape mm -hmm. and a really good way to meet new people because mm -hmm. I would not have met, I wouldn't have met you if I didn't do theater and I yeah. wouldn't have met many of my friends and I don't know where I would be without them, honestly, and without theater because it has helped me open up and explore other places that I have never been. And, yeah. you know, I'm also, I like to write sometimes, so I do that. I do like to read also, so, you know. Book nerds. Uh. <laughs> um, and, you know, painting really helps. And, you know. I wish I was good at painting. I'm really not. I'm bad. I'm, I'm so bad at painting. But it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You just make happy little trees and, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah, and just understanding why and where you're coming from mm -hmm. really helps too. And talking to a therapist, therapy. <laughs> if, yeah. Yeah. Get on a waiting list. Um, that's, it's really rough. But that's not what today's episode's about. <laughs> We're going to make an episode on that later. Yeah. Probably. Well, guys, uh, that concludes this episode of the Semicolon Sound Out. Thank you so much, Charlie, for being here. Uh, do you have any last words for the people? Anything you want to shout out? Semicolon Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram at underscore dot semicolon with two ends dot underscore. There will be a link tree in our description that can lead you to all of our social medias, um, some really fun facts about us if you want to get to know semicolon people more. And if you want to um, sign up to potentially be a co-host on this show, you should. sign the form. It's in the link tree. So yeah, keep an eye out for all that fun stuff. Our short film is probably out by now. Hopefully. So go watch that if you can. Um, super awesome. So yeah, thank you guys for being here. You're loved. You're awesome. You're amazing. You're so super smart, super cool. Um, I love you. You're awesome. Bye. You're everything. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>